Hi there, welcome. It is May 27th, 2021. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. And wow, lots of changes. Um, we have moved uh, a little bit north of where we were. We're right close to Lubbock, Texas, still in uh, West Texas, but uh, uh, got some new projects working and uh, very exciting time for us. So uh, we did put out a new book and uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things today. And I got a back, uh, uh, a backup uh, uh, show that's going to come out. Uh, we're probably going to do a show today and a show tomorrow to get caught back up and catch everybody up. So I apologize for the absence, but uh, we're back. And uh, like always, Stay tuned, we're going to take a 60 second break and we'll be right back. Hi everyone and welcome back to the show. And so I'm going to split this up in a couple of things. Uh, we published a new book called Life's Why. Okay, and it's not so much about your why, which seems kind of uh, counterintuitive to this, but it's about you know having your why but learn but having a life so the new book is exciting we're going to do an entire show on the book tomorrow so i just want to talk about that we did uh it's published out on amazon the kindle version is there uh the paperback version i'm hoping is live today but uh <clears throat> we will uh talk about that all tomorrow um what i do want to talk about and something that uh questions that I've gotten and things that people have asked me uh, is is really about time you know and people get pissed at me on things I write it about time if you tell me you don't have time I'm pretty positive that you just don't know how to manage your time but today is not about time management okay uh, that's another show but today is about the time you believe you have okay um, all right, we got plenty of time. We'll start it, you know, uh, we'll see what happens next year. Um, we're in a pandemic. We're in this. We're in that. We're, you know, you can think of about a bajillion excuses. Uh, some can be concerning, but here's the thing. When is it ever the right time? You know, when is when are the, the sun, the moon, the stars going to align so perfectly that you are guaranteed success. If you could foretell the future, um, you know, we need to buddy up <laughs> because that's not that's not reality. And so the reality is, is there is never a perfect time to start anything. The late Ross Perot used to say, you know, you shoot your gun and then you aim in business. You fire the shot and then you adjust your trajectory as needed. You know, makes sense. You know, it does. So don't just let yourself make, I don't have money. I don't have time. I have children. I have bills. Well, here's the skinny. For most of us that are older, we all have children. 
slash also grandchildren. We also have bills. Shit, everybody's got bills. Who doesn't have bills? Being completely debt-free? Yes, that's where we all want to be. But for the vast majority of us, that's just not reality. You know, it really isn't. You're always going to have a bill for something. It could be a car payment, a mortgage, whatever. Okay? So, you know, and, and people have the fear, well, if I do something different, what if I don't make enough money? Okay, well, you could ask the same question. What if you get laid off tomorrow? What if your company gets acquired? And I'm going to hold my hand up on this one. A job that I absolutely loved. And this is probably 20 odd years ago. Uh, coolest job I ever had. And even to date, ever had. And it was a lot of fun, lots of travel. You know, it was something that I was really, really good at. And it was, it was cool. And I had to find out, uh, basically in a letter that came with my final paycheck, that my services were no longer required. And that uh, uh, here is my severance package and options for that and blah, 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 blah. Uh, never even so much as a phone call. And, uh, and it came completely out of the blue. In fact, I was headed to the airport and just thought, you know what, let me grab the mail out of my mailbox before I leave town. And I grabbed the mail and I saw something from the company and I said, oh, I better open that and opened it and stood at the mailbox and literally cried. Called my boss and I was about to light into him because I was like, dude, you couldn't even give me a heads up. And he said, I'm reading the same letter. Don't yell at me. <laughs> and we, you know, uh, so don't for one minute think that in today's business climate with a pandemic and all the other things that are going on in this world, there's always going to be some something going on in the world that's going to have an impact on what you do. For example, right now, um, one of the things that I do is completely at the, it, it, we have, it has supply chain issues, let me just put it to you that way, uh, major supply chain issues, which means that inventory uh, is at a standstill. Uh, it trickles in onesie twosies. Well, when you're moving a hundred units a month of a particular brand, and then all of a sudden you sell through everything and you got one coming two months from now, uh, a little scary. So there's always going to be something. So, you know, and for me, the, and Oh my gosh, I can't begin to tell you, and I've written books about this, I podcasted about this, but when you can learn to quiet your mind, and you can learn to roll with the changes, as the song says, you know, if when you can sit there and not 
flip out and you can actually go hmm all right so this sucks so actually you start putting like for me I'm starting to put more emphasis in other assets that I have that can produce income so I my my I just adjusted my trajectory as Ross Perot would say you adjust the trajectory of your shot as you move you know so now more emphasis is being put on other aspects of my business so uh, and learning to diversify myself so that there is if one thing is stifled something else can move in and replace and take its place it may not be the uh, end all to beat all of what I'm doing and it may have a slow revenue stream or a slower revenue stream but thank God and be grateful and I am immensely that it does produce some income so you know and it I feel like those are times when God is moving me to into where in saying wait hey maybe you ought to focus on this a little bit I'm gonna slow this down I'm gonna have you focus on this for a while you know and so learning to balance and counterbalance your life and what you're doing is an amazing thing to learn to do. So, you know, learn to not flip out because this the this inventory thing is 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 damned serious. You know? I mean like really really serious. You know, we were supposed to have a massive amount of inventory to open a new facility and we don't even have we have basically maybe a third of what should be here um, you have employees you have all kinds of things that uh, are needed but now we don't have the inventory to uh, produce the income that is necessary to sustain the store so it is you know it's it's a challenge you know, and everybody is doing their part to assist in that. So that's that's another wonderful thing, and that I'm very grateful for. So when you think about time, and here's here's one of the things that really people focus on that uh, is can be taken from you in a, in an instant. Okay. I got plenty of time. There's plenty of time for us to do that. Okay. Well, I I hope that that's the case, and that I hope that it's it is the case that you have plenty of time. But here's the thing: if you have plenty of time, are you wasting time in the interim, or are you doing something with that time? Okay. What could you do? Okay. So let's let's say for example. And um, my son got me into cryptocurrency. I didn't really understand it, and then I did some studying. I watched some stuff. I, you know, I follow Elon Musk who, and Mark Cuban, who are both huge into cryptocurrency. And I see businesses that are taking cryptocurrency. And I remembered something from years ago. I remembered a 
bar or a couple of different bars in New York I read in the Wall Street Journal I believe that these guys were taking Bitcoin back when it was in its infancy they would accept Bitcoin for your bar tab and I'm sitting there going okay wow you know and uh, that's gutsy and you know and didn't really think much of it well back when they were taking bitcoins they were only you know I think a bitcoin was like eight nine hundred bucks you know um, the other day and it's fallen dramatically over the last couple weeks the other day it was as high as fifty seven thousand dollars per bitcoin well if you if you know anything about investing when you buy low sell high so if you had bitcoins when they were worth 800 bucks and they're now worth $57,000. That's an immense profit. An immense profit. Because you were smart enough to think about what the future would hold for you. So if you held that, which I think a couple of these guys did, then, you know, holy moly because you read about success stories from people who got into crypto early and were accepting it and oh my gosh so here's what I want to say about timing okay so we were buying crypto and it was back before Elon Musk did the Saturday Night Live show and so I bought in at a good price okay it went up but I'm holding it and I keep holding it because Others are saying, hold it, hold it, hold it, because the price point should get to a dollar per Dogecoin. And right now it's at 30-something cents. Well, I own Dogecoin for a little higher than that, so I'm not making money at the moment. But I'm also not flipping out. I sold another crypto uh, uh, yesterday, and I only had, and here's a skinny, this is what's cool. I only had 50 bucks of it and I made, and when I cashed out I made 10 bucks. You know, for about a 20 hour place to put money and I made 10 bucks. It's not certainly not going to send my uh grandchildren to Harvard, but it, you know, it's it's still fun and exciting and it's something that has really connected me and my son so we enjoy it and we we talk about it and and he's incredibly intelligent about it and he put me in a couple other stocks and 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 actually have made great money um but the timing wasn't perfect for me on the the some of the crypto that i bought you know but there again, you can't foretell the future. So when you do something, my point to all this is, is it may not work out the way you want it to initially, but allow time to occur. So you get started and, you know, certainly if I freaked out, I could lose a, 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 not a huge chunk of money, but for me, a huge chunk of money. And, or I can sit and I can hold it and when it gets up to what the target price is hoped to be and if some of the things happen that are, you know, being talked around the crypto campfire happen, then I should make a tidy little profit. 
you know I haven't lost the money the money's sitting there it's just lost value but the value will come back so was the timing could I hit could, could I have foretold what the timing was going to be no absolutely not I bought at the dip as you learn to do and there you have it and it went up and at one point in time I was it made really big money do I wish I had cashed out no because the return if it gets to a certain level is much greater and I don't want to be that person that goes damn I should have never sold that how stupid was that so I'm, I'm gonna hang and see what it does you know the money's there it's not like I I'm, I've lost it you know the money's still there I own it so let's see what happens so was the timing perfect well not really but I didn't know that but it's still not a bad investment it's still not a bad thing you know and that's my point too is you're you may do something that may not go exactly the way you want it and you're gonna go see I knew I should it, the timing's not right well no the timing is always right okay if you buy it a dip you know it's gonna eventually come back up and you'll recover your money and if you fear it get then bail out or grow a pair as they say stay with it and and keep going so that's you know that's a that, that's a thing that you can do but don't let time be the problem time can either be your friend or time can be your foe but don't let time be the problem you know and I want to say I want to interject this real quick learn the difference when you're talking about time between activity and productivity okay activity is wasting time on social media unless you make a living at it how much time do you spend on social media what's your screen time today okay if you were screen timing on social media during productive times then you wasted that time so if you had an, an additional hour let's say a day to devote to some new project how much could you get done filling in hours a, is is a tall order to fill with production all right so enough on that so don't let excuses stifle your project like just like we talked about okay don't you can make a thousand excuses why not to do something or you can make one life-changing decision to begin now an entrepreneur will figure out a way someone who wants to work a nine-to-five the rest of their life and work and do what you have to do not what you want to do will sit and make excuses we're gonna take a short break here and I'll be right back hey everybody welcome back and thanks for that short little break is for those of you that 
follow the show and know uh, about me, uh, know that um, I went through a horrible bout of COVID-19, uh, hospitalized, etc. And so my lungs are still way in recovery. So I get real winded uh, easily. So if it sounds like I'm making a prank phone call, I'm really not. It's I'm really actually struggling to uh, breathe a little bit. So um, sometimes I have to pause, take a break, um, catch my breath, uh, breathe and relax a little bit, uh, and then move on. So here we are. So anyway, I want to just kind of finish out and recap a little bit about what we're talking about as far as time. You know, I, I spend a lot of time teaching and talking about how to manage time and how to find time. But now I'm talking about time as being your, is not so much as managing it, as realizing that we are all on borrowed time. So I want to give you an example of uh, waiting and time that uh, had a profound impact on my life. And uh, a couple months ago, my father passed away from cancer. And it hit him out of the blue. He had, I mean, he, you know, he was having trouble with his diabetes and uh, he had gotten a routine chest x-ray where they found uh, a problem and it inevitably fast forward ended up being stage four cancer in his lungs and uh, uh, and sadly he deteriorated uh, rapidly um, and because of COVID when they would hospitalize him nobody could go see him but his wife my stepmother and so it, it it sucked because, and I can't imagine there are other families, and, and my family when I was in the hospital, my family I was in, a, I was on, obviously on a COVID floor, so coming to visit me was not an option. But nor could anybody come and visit you if you were there because you had a broken leg or you had some other illness that you were going through. And I remember people on the COVID floor dying. And I'm sitting there thinking and what, where I took pause to realize that this person is gone and their family couldn't even come to say goodbye. And so I, it was, it was, I don't know, just, it was surreal to say the very least. Um, so anyway, uh, my father gets put in the hospital a couple of times. Uh, before he passed and the second time he got put in he was he was in really rough and bad shape and they had decided to send him to a rehabilitation facility so that he could gain enough strength to go home and begin hospice care and so anyway uh, he gets there and my I get a call from my stepmom and she tells me that they're going to send him home that the doctor's basically saying I don't know why he's here he needs to be home with his family and so when I talked to her um, I said well I can come and she said well let's get him home 
get him settled, give him a chance to, you know, catch his breath for a minute, and then, yes, come. And so it was uber reasonable to think that was cool, you know. And I said, okay, well, let's give it some time. And uh, sadly, that night, uh, he passed. And not that I could have made it even to Dallas in time to have seen him that day. And thank God he and I spoke on the phone prior to him going into the hospital and actually had a very nice and lovely conversation. So, uh, and he did ask me if I was going to come see him. I said, absolutely, you know, and, uh, and I kept saying, and he kept going back into the hospital. I said, hey, I can come, can I, you know, and, but I wouldn't have been allowed to see him. And I'm like, you know, damn, <laughs> you know, uh, okay. So when you think there's enough time, you know, and I look back on time where I, I could have done, you know, I, I might, I should have said, you know, I should have gone, you know, I should have gone and done this. I should have done these things. I should have spent time doing this. See, that's what I'm talking about in this is regretting the time you didn't make the decision to go ahead and do something because the timing wasn't right. I don't have this going on. I don't have that going on. You know, I need to do this. I need to do that. There's never a good time, really, to do anything. You just got to do it. And then you got to roll with the stuff that happens when you begin. You got to learn to roll with life. You know, take what comes and roll with it. Deal with it. Because time can be taken from you in an instant. And what is hard for me is, you know, my father told me, and it breaks my heart. You know, he said, I want more time. I'm not done. You know, when we were talking, the last conversation that we had, you know, and I was trying, you know, how do you, how do you ask someone who knows they're dying? You know, well, what's, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to know what to say. Other than I love you, I, I you know. Thanks for everything that you did for me. Sorry for the shit that I did as a kid, you know. But the thing about it is, is that we always think that there's time. And that there's plenty of time. And there's not. Ever. Plenty of time. Ever. Because when you think about it, and I say this with... God forbid, in all due respect, your health could turn in a second. Something could happen and your life could be done and over. And do you want to be sitting there going, damn, I needed more time. I put in the article that I wrote today, and I hope you'll go read it because I, it, I like it. But you guys have heard me t say this quote, and it, it's, it's, my mo it's my most 
It is the most favorite quote of anything that I, because it, it's, it's true. And I'm going to butcher it a little bit. You would think by now that I would know it by heart verbatim. Okay? But it's by Irma Bombeck. And for those of you who don't know who Irma Bombeck is, she is one of the funniest ladies that ever lived. She is long since passed. Um, when I was a kid, she was on Good Morning America a lot. And she's written hysterical books. Absolutely hysterical books. And so, anyway, she says that at the end of her life, when she's standing before God, she wants to be able to say, and I quote, I got nothing left. I've used everything you gave me. And I believe in my heart in her life that she did do that. Because she wrote amazing books. You know, she was an incredibly funny woman. And if you're a mom, oh my God, you need to go read this woman, Irma Bombeck. If you are a mother, you will die laughing because she wrote from a mom's perspective. And she was absolutely hysterical at doing it. So, when you stand before your maker, are you going to be able to say, I got, guys, I got nothing left. You know, I used everything you gave me. Or are you going to stand there and say, why couldn't I have more time? Your time here is not guaranteed. Your time here is borrowed and fleeting. So while we're here, we need to use the highest, best use of our time as often as we can. And that may be doing something, like for example, I found out today that one of the things that I do, we're, gonna, we're going to have a off day on Monday for Memorial Day. So I spoke with my sister and she and I are going to try to plan to go do something we're gonna go we're gonna go we're gonna do some photography we're gonna spend our time developing our craft and by the way oh my god this month was my birthday and so for me for my birthday I bought a drone it is too cool for school I I was a little skeptical at first I was like I don't know you know and it looks like something kids would have oh my god Totally fell in love with this thing. It shoots 8K cinematic film. It does a lot of automatic flying. It is the coolest thing ever. And I love it. It's been so windy here in West Texas that I haven't been able to fly it as often or as much as I want to to practice and develop my skill. But hopefully um, this weekend, and since it's going to be a long weekend, we were going to go somewhere that's kind of cool. There, there is some restrictions as to where you can fly it can't fly it in national forests and things like that but we're going to find some cool places to go shoot and see what we can come up with and uh so anyway i i'm i'm a subscriber or i'm a subscriber of my own medicine or you know i wrote myself my own prescription of medicine you know you have to get out you have to continually do things 
I fill my day with as much production as I possibly can. If I'm not writing, I'm editing. If I'm not editing, I'm doing something else. And in the evening when I get home, after I've played with my dog until she, because she sleeps all day, Glitzy sleeps all day, and then she wants to play in bed all night. You know, so letting her, you know, and I take her for a good walk and things like that because I need a good walk too. So spending your time or thinking that you have enough time to do things, you know, I have a situation, uh, a family, another family situation that I want to rectify, you know, and I'm a lot, and time is, is getting away from me. You know, and I don't want time to get away from me. You know, so I I need to move my own butt and and take care of the things that I need to take care of. You know, and uh, it's it can be it. Time can, can, can hurt as well. You know, if you let too much time go by in a situation, then what happens is, is that the hurt gets so ingrained that it may be impossible to fix. So that's what I mean when time is your foe. Don't think that you have plenty of time to fix an issue, solve a problem. You need to deal with it and handle it and do it now. Don't wait. Use the highest best use of your time daily. Learn the difference between activity and productivity and go. Begin, start right now today so I'm going to give you a couple of examples of what I mean let's say that you've been wanting to start a business well it's not the right time I got built we've been through all that okay well what could you do today that's not going to put you at any risk okay let's say that you have a name for your business have you filed an assumed name affidavit with your county so that you lock in the name have you looked to see if the URL for your business, if that name is available. Hell, for 12 bucks on Google, you can buy it for a year. If you need to, next year, let it expire. But if you believe in it, is 12 bucks gonna make or break you? If you don't have it, then don't sweat it. But you can also go down to your local county and go to the uh, courthouse and you can file what's called an assumed name affidavit. Some people call them DBAs, doing business as. And you can form your sole proprietorship if you can't afford or are not ready to form a corporation yet. You can file a sole proprietorship. Then you can go get a bank account. And most sole proprietor bank accounts, I think you can start with virtually, you know, 25, 50, 100 bucks, whatever it takes to open a checking account. Most credit unions will even allow for that. My, my business checking is through my credit union. 
And so you could take that baby step. Get on Canva, design a business card. Get on Instaprints, design a business card and order them. You think you can order them for like 10 bucks. You get 100 business cards for 10 bucks. Start building a website. Plenty of places will allow you to build a website for free, Wix. You know, and then you can turn it into a paid for website. WordPress. That's how I started with WordPress. I started a blog. And before I made it robertbruton.com, it was robertbruton.wordpress.com. My outdoor channel. Which we are getting ready to move uh, a huge amount of content to. And we're going to have a show that you'll be able to watch on a Roku supported device. Time. Spend your time doing something even if it's a small step because then all of a sudden you're taking big steps. Don't waste time. Don't wait for the right time. There is no right time. Unless you're buying stock or you're doing a thing, you buy on the dip and then you go to town. Buy low, sell high. That's the only time you need to wait. Otherwise, there's plenty of stuff you can do to get started. Plenty of stuff you can do to make that first step. If you've been noticing someone from afar, take that step. Be bold. And go up and say, hi. I'm Bob. How are you? I was wondering if we could have a cup of coffee. I was wondering if we could have a chat. I was wondering if whatever. You know? Otherwise, one day, you're going to be pushing your grocery cart and you're going to see the woman of your dreams walking down the aisle with some dude laughing and giggling and having fun all the while you said, damn, I waited too long. I waited too long. Because you needed time. You needed this. You needed that. I didn't have money to take her out. Could you have gone to the park? Hey, do you want to go take a walk with me at the park? You know, get some bread and go feed the ducks. If you're a dude, what chick wouldn't love to do that? <laughs> you know, what girl doesn't like to go to the park and feed the ducks? Or just go take a beautiful walk? Because here's the thing. If that's a first date, and you took someone somewhere that was incredibly beautiful to watch a sunrise, a sunset. And every year on your anniversary, he or she is telling you, remember that first date you took me on? And we were at the park watching the sunset, sitting on the park bench, feeding popcorn to the pigeons and bread to the ducks.
that was one of our best days. So how much time do you want to give it? How much time is really necessary? How many excuses are you going to be willing to, to make in order to not have the life that you want? I heard something the other day, and this is so true. People who are stuck in their miserable lives talk about the misery of their life or the bullshit that's going on with other people. Semi-successful people talk about their work and other things, you know, but maybe have a little more positive perception. Uber-successful people are talking about and moving towards something they're, they're, they're dreaming, they're, they're sharing their, their vision, their life. They're talking about how to achieve certain things. Think about this for a second. Elon Musk, who I have a, a huge amount of respect for. Not only does he have Asperger's, but he has no formal education in aerospace. None. No formal education in aerospace. He is completely self-taught. Because he doesn't waste time. Because where there's a will, there's a way. Now he's sending rockets successfully into space and bringing them back and landing them NASA couldn't even do that. Him and Jeff Bezos have done it. So, you know, it, it, it's amazing to me that uh, we can... Uh, That, that people can, that we make excuses, and I'm guilty of that. Um, myself, for too many years. Too, too many years. So thank you for listening today. Thank you for being a part of uh, everything that I do in support of all of the podcasts, my books, everything. I appreciate you very, very much. Um, you can visit us at robertbruton.com. Uh, everything to find out how to... My, all my books are available on Amazon. Uh, some are in paperback. Some are... Uh, uh, in Kindle format and you don't need to buy a Kindle reader uh, you can simply download the Kindle app on your smartphone tablet or computer so and it's free so thank you again this has been a, a great day a great show and we will come back tomorrow and burn it up uh, and talk about some new stuff and talk about the new book
So thanks again and bye for now.